My guest on the Crosstalk this morning is Matt Rosenberg, who has written a really interesting book. What's next, Chicago? Notes of a pissed-off native son. So, uh, Matt, have you calmed down at all, or are you still all uh, grumpy about what's going on in Chicago? I have calmed down a little, but you know I've taken the long view. And uh, there's an awful lot of work to do, and there are success stories and uh, inroads uh, already made that that we can celebrate and shine a light on, and and that is part of what I wrote about in the book. But, yeah, I feel like Chicago collectively and a lot of our big cities need to take a deep breath and really look at where they are and and figure out a new approach because uh, what big cities have been doing in public policy and in their polarizing politics, it's just not working anymore. Well, we hear some, uh, most of us that live here in Wisconsin uh, hear about Gavin Newsom out of California and uh, the governor in New York and Lori Lightfoot in Chicago uh, because sometimes they open their mouths and toys fall out uh, and that (laughs) makes news across the country. But those of us who are just trying to live our lives here and deal with mandates and masks and vaccines and so forth are unaware of what's going except the headlines hey in chicago this weekend 37 people were shot come here on vacation Mm -hmm. you know it's just crazy or lloyd lightfoot yelling at people because they're all stupid calling them stupid for not getting the vaccine firing everybody and then saying look Mm -hmm. we have 60 percent to 70 we've we've reached 100 percent vaccine because we Mm -hmm. fired everybody who wasn't vaccinated so the ones that are left, or we, we get 100%. Fuzzy math. Mm-hmm. Fuzzy math. I don't get yeah. it. What else is going on in Chicago that's got you grumpy? Well, the crime is the biggest thing. And, you know, we've always had it, but it's in a really bad state right now. Um, you know, we've had uh, 678 murders this year to date. Those are the police numbers. There are other numbers. That's 56% more murders than in 2019. It's even ahead of last year, which was a horrible year. Uh, We've had nearly 1,500 carjackings, but only one in six carjackers have been arrested. And, And for your listeners, you know, I know that's probably not a big thing, uh, in Wisconsin, but carjacking is a horrible crime that changes the lives of victims forever. You're sitting in your car by the curb, maybe waiting for a family member or friend to come out, and all of a sudden you get boxed in by two vehicles, and guys with guns get out and force you out of your car, take your phone and wallet. Uh, increasingly, the parts are going to chop shops, and it's there's no consequences. Very often, the perps are uh, juvenile, and we have a county court system in Cook County that really doesn't want to often prosecute. And if there is a prosecution, we've got judges that are bent on essentially a social justice agenda, not a criminal justice agenda. So it's a revolving door. Guys get out before trial on low-cash or no-cash bond. That's something called bail reform. Uh, which is a real eye roller, and often they go commit new crimes before they've even faced trial for what they were just hauled in for. Um, You know, there are armed robbery gangs uh, sweeping into high-end boutiques, taking $40,000 worth of uh, high-end purses off the shelves, 
Uh, you know, we've got random stabbings and murders on some of the streets. Um, now, all of this, you know, it needs to be taken in context. Uh, the city still has a lot of greatness in it. It's still a great place to be if no one's mugging or killing you. And, you know, odds are they probably won't get you. But increasingly, you got to keep your eyes open. And I don't like the feel of that. And then on top of that, the schools are a wreck as well. The city finances the endemic corruption. And we've got some very odd rules of governance, which kind of uphold a system that's rigged for the insiders to keep getting reelected and to keep holding power. And it seems like that's the real objective here. It's not new in human nature or politics, uh, but it does piss me off because Chicago has so much on its plate that it needs to take care of. And really, the insiders are just the same as they ever were. Their complexion has changed, but it's all about holding and consolidating power, not actually solving serious problems of public governance. So that's really, really a, a defining challenge for a lot of our big cities in the United States right now, well, I think. I, well, I can't disagree necessarily. I, you know, I, 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 sadly, I think I know the answer to this question. H- how do we change it? Can we change it? If the elections are rigged in those communities that in an effort to keep those corrupt politicians in power, how do you get beyond that? Well, I think one thing here, you can, it takes a sort of a bottom-up movement, which people have not had the energy for because they don't believe it's worth their time and trouble. Occasionally, you see flashes of engagement that produce results. Let me lay out two things super quick for you and your listeners. For example, one of the biggest rigged rules of governance is simply the election timing and turnout for our city elections in Chicago, which are held in odd-numbered years in the early months of the year. So you get 33% voter-to-registered voter turnout. Uh, That's who elected Lightfoot, one-third of registered voters. It's a pathetic turnout. That same electorate, though, turns out at a rate of 70% for presidential elections. So obviously we should change state law in Illinois to have local elections in Chicago on the exact same days as presidential elections. But 70% turnout uh, would not suit the powers that be. Uh, Things wouldn't necessarily go their way. If you want to find out how things are and maybe feel better about the community where you live, then uh, search out Matt Rosenberg's book, What Next Chicago? Notes of a Pissed-Off Native Son.